Hello world, this is Better Tech, a podcast where we chat with some of the most successful leaders about the latest industry developments. So join us as we explore the world reliant on tech. So hi Ken, this is Amer. Uh, I'm uh, the founder and CEO of Techcel and also host uh, some shows for the Better Tech. Uh, the Better Tech platform is all about uh, talking to CTOs, CEOs of startups, understanding what what their story, what their product is, uh, getting some lessons from them, and uh, also uh, talking about uh, some of the stuff that is happening in the world right now, remote uh, jobs, skills that are needed, and so on and so forth. So, so thank you very much for being uh, a guest on our show, and I welcome. So why don't you take at least a few minutes and... Uh, Give us a little bit about uh, uh, your introduction. Yeah, no, thank you, Mayor. Very excited to be here. I'm I'm Kian, as you said. I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Workera. We are a skills intelligence platform. I'm also a, a lecturer in the Department of Computer Science at Stanford University, where my focus is on neural network, deep learning. Um, uh, prior to uh, Workera, uh, I was uh, working closely with Andrew Eng, um, uh, one of the figures in, in artificial intelligence. Uh, together, uh, we worked on DeepLearning.ai, a company that was meant to democratize access uh, to, to uh, AI education. We've taught between the two of us AI to over 3 million people around the globe. And uh, I've been passionate about education, talent uh, since uh, a long time ago. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you and to to to, to Wonderful. delve in. It's, it's interesting that you mentioned Stanford. So I actually also taught at uh, uh, universe, some universities around the globe and since uh, originally from uh, Pakistan. So I've taught at some of the universities over here and we uh, tend to match our I, I typically tend to match a lot of my courses with Stanford's corresponding Stanford's courses. So I'm I'm also did my CS and uh, taught at a university like yourself and and then founded a company. So so good. Uh, I, I guess good synergies over there. So tell us more a little bit more about uh, Work Era. What is that? Workera is is a skills intelligence platform. So let me break it down for you. What it means is we we help. Uh, enterprises and their workforce understand their talent, uh, develop it and mobilize it. So run it effectively. Uh, the way it works is um, um, essentially we, we make skills visible to the people in the enterprise. And then once you have a skills data, you can start powering all sorts of talent applications, you know, uh, generating personalized learning plans based on skills data for every employee, uh, matching people to projects, matching people to mentors, starting to hire people on a skills signal that matches the needs of the organization. So we are really the skills layer. Uh, we have this adaptive testing technology and a skills ontology technology that allow us to measure people at a, what we call the atomic level, very precise level, and then help them grow their careers, essentially. So, so, so let me let me just rephrase that. I mean, you kind of replaced the old Excel sheet where I would put my 500 engineers and and write in front of them that what skills they are trained in. Is this is this is this what it is? 
roughly. So what we would do, you would say, you would say, hey, at Texel, we have these strategic initiatives, uh, we have these projects, and you map those to skills. You say, these are the skills that I want everybody to have. And you can even split it per organization. You would say, these 100 people, I want to develop these skills. And those people, I want to uh, develop a different set of skills. What we do is we provide adaptive testing to all so, your people. So you, and then, you, yeah. You mentioned that you find out also uh, the skills and the people. So, I mean, how it, how it works. Let's say, I'm very curious about that because uh, you and I both uh, kind of share the uh, academic backgrounds that we we kind of teach. So, so sometimes there are skills that people tell us about, but there are, then there are skills which they don't tell us about. So do you have a way of finding out, I mean, what skills they do really possess and how it works? So let's say uh, I may have several skills. I may have coding skills and, and then some particular areas. I may have system design skills. Then I have maybe some leadership and entrepreneurial skills at the same time. So how would I tell this uh, to your system and uh, or how your system will figure that out. Now, that's part one of it. Now, assuming the, there's a large enough uh, data on all the employees and then there comes up. Uh, so, so do you write the, I mean, is it, you, you, you said your, your website is uh, workera.ai. So then you kind of intelligently match it. I mean, how, let's get into a little bit more detail about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good stuff in what you mentioned. But um, so where to start? Uh, the fir first thing is we want to provide data to the people that is useful for their careers. Um, so machine learning or software engineering or systems design, as you mentioned, would be called skills by many platforms. On LinkedIn, you can go on my profile and say, hey, Kian, you're good at machine learning. I recommend you. Right. Nobody really cares at the end of the day. Um, right. uh, it's not granular enough. You cannot match someone to a project because they said they're good at machine learning or someone else said they're good at machine learning. So the first step is to break down these domains into subdomains into topics into skills so for okay. example uh, software engineering maybe hundreds of skills actually uh, systems design maybe many many skills so that's the first step and then you you want to measure people at the skill level to provide them useful data but you cannot really spend uh, you know if you want to measure a thousand skills you will need to spend a hundred hours with people it doesn't make sense you, you you're not going to get it um, and so this is where the algorithms come in and, and the data comes in. Uh, we, we've spent years measuring people across the globe and understanding a skills graph. Imagine a skills graph where each skill is connected to other skills. We identify the conditional probabilities between skills. We understand how having a certain skills tells us about other skills around it. And now we are able to ask a few questions and update our knowledge about someone on the graph to provide rich information to them. So imagine I ask you 10 questions and I can provide you predictions across maybe 50 skills, maybe more. And this mm -hmm. is what allows us to provide value, really, um, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I mean, what I'm, so you'll be essentially giving me a kind of a test or something or, or a questionnaire which I can potentially fill and you can use that answer to break down my skill into a lot more atomic level. And then based on that, you can uh, guide me uh, on, put me on a learning path and so on and so forth, right? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, uh, uh, 
do you, is your is this is this platform around just tech only or uh, can, I can use it for sales, for leadership, for entrepreneurship, everything as well? Yeah, the good question. The, today uh, we are uh, focused on technology. The, my, my question came out just before this podcast. I was trying to create a a roadmap for uh, my sales team and and. And uh, while while sometimes the the technology seems very natural to me, the sales I, I I mean I learned it for like five six seven years to do it myself. But still, I sometimes struggle. I haven't learned it in a structured way the way I've learned computer science. So I, I still do it by just by more like common sense. So Simon, can you do this for me that I I let you interview my or or give questionnaire to my, let's say, 30, 40 salespeople. And then you can, uh, from that, you can figure out what they are lacking or they they, they are good at and then put 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 them on some learning path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we are, we started the company focused on tech skills um, and then we expanded to everyone in the enterprise. So today you have all tech skills for technical and non-technical people as well. And then for sales, as an example, um, today we don't have a sales domain, sales assessment domain in our catalog, but we have the capacity to build it very rapidly with our customers. So for example, you would go in and you, I would ask you, you know, what's your sales methodology? Uh, do you embrace a challenger sale, uh, a med pick? Do you embrace other approaches? Do you want to teach your team prospecting? Do you want to teach them about closing? Do you want to teach them about contracting? We would break it down into individual skills and then we would write like, psychometrically verified measurements and give them to you so that you can provide them to your team yeah wonderful okay okay that that sounds interesting so so once uh, you have given us the the kind of uh, the path uh does like, uh, work here also provide the learning and courses like some of the uh, education systems out there Coursera, Udesty, uh, Udemy maybe so do you have that part as well covered so I've spent myself years in in content on the content side, uh, teaching on okay. Coursera, teaching at Stanford, and I, I I thought that the world doesn't need another content provider. Right. So the decision that that uh, I made for Workera is we are not getting into content. We are agnostic okay. of content. Instead, we are really the mentorship layer and the measurement layer on top of content. We have integrations with Coursera, with uh, LinkedIn Learning, with other platforms, and whatever you're using, we just indexed it and we predict uh, what learning plan is the most useful to the user regardless of the provider uh, we also have this uh, 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 indexing of free content because a lot of people actually they're looking for bite-sized quick lessons that they can learn on a daily basis and we have all that indexed on Workera. so for every skill we identify in your gap there is also a free option here is the video that will teach it to you in the most effective way in 20 minutes so, so one of one of the things that I've noticed on the on the web is not the lack of content; it's actually the, I mean, the excess of it. Most of the time, you just, I mean, let's say if I want to study today on AI machine learning, I mean, there will be tons and tons and tons of material available out there. I'll just probably struggle to start somewhere, right. and sometimes. Uh, curation instead of creation is a lot more important that what is the right material to start so i mean do you guys have a curation mechanism that i mean you, you said that uh you integrate with a lot of platforms but i mean you have identified some gap in my skills and you can you're putting me on a path to that but what is how would you figure out that course that i may have the best path 
to fulfill that knowledge or may, they may have the best knowledge. Do you have some curation mechanism or it's just that you just put them, uh, put us, put people on, on, on certain platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Um, so imagine you you have bought for your team Coursera, just as an example, and maybe another one, maybe Udemy. Yeah. Um, first, you can configure our platform to focus on these two catalogs. Uh, mm -hmm. plus free content, plus free content. Uh, so now we have a, a catalog that we're working with. Um, if I want to make a recommendation for you, um, it's going to be based on how relevant will it be for you and how quality, what's the quality of the content? These are two of the very important parameters that we need to work with. The relevance means now that I know your skills at a granular level, and I know the skills covered in that course, I can provide a relevant score. I know that uh, in this course, you will have seven skills that you don't have and you need to have according to your manager that are covered. But I also know that there are 10 other skills that are covered in the course that you already have. And so I'm telling you, the, the, the course may be a waste of time. Maybe 40% of the course is not interesting to you and point you to the right places in the course. So that's one thing. Then the quality is a lot of metadata. You have reputation of the instructor, you have quality of the content, you have complexity of the vocabulary being used, and you also have how much prerequisites is needed in order to get that course. You take all of that together, and then it gives you a proper recommendation that would be useful for you. Um, okay, okay. And uh, so a lot of time, uh, I've seen that uh, you can get this gap analysis done. I mean, people people just know that uh, sometimes they know they have a scale gap. It's 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 totally another story uh, to really excite them and motivate them to really go through the courses and do that. I mean, so do you have any kind of silver bullet on that as well? I mean, I mean every. You, you can imagine most of this stuff is now available. I, I, I tend to tell my students rather that I used to buy tons and tons of books and have to go through them, each one of them, to really understand a concept back in those days. But now if somebody doesn't understand what it is and they don't make an effort, it's kind of nearly, I mean, it's their own fault. But, but still, people are not ready to invest time in skill building. So any solutions for that? And what, what's your experience around that? Yeah, uh, I'd say assessments have been around for thousands of years, uh, used in pass-fail situation, getting the school, don't getting the school, get the job, don't get the job. They make people stress. Nobody wants to take an assessment and feel judged, right? As you said, uh, but it's changing very rapidly. It's changing for what reason? Uh, uh, you know, first assessments such as the ones we build are formative. They're not summative. They're not meant to judge you. They're meant to help you. And then there's a lot of exciting opportunities that open up upon the completion of an assessment on WorkEra. So uh, companies set up projects that are only accessible to people who have a skills profile. Uh, they uh, have a reward and recognition plan that is tied to their scores or to the skills that they demonstrate. They also get the opportunity to be matched to a mentor in an area that they have a gap for, and that's exciting to the employees. They also get to become a mentor if they demonstrate a certain level of capability in a domain. These are all small details, but at the end of the day, it's all about 
showing the value of having a skills profile, showing the value of demonstrating a certain score. There's other things that the leaders that we work with do and works very well is, you know, you are the CEO of a very successful company. You want to show that you're a lifelong learner. You want to show that you test yourself. You have a gap. You want to show that you're humble and that you have a score. And that- Vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. That creates so much uh, uh, enthusiasm from the teams. Like our leaders are doing it. We're all in it together. This is the benchmark of like the top technology companies. This is how much literacy they have in digital, in technology, in data science. And this is where we are as a company. Let's get there all together. And that creates also a huge momentum. It's like almost gamification or healthy competitiveness. Mm -hmm. So how, how do you uh, kind of help enterprises or organizations measure the kind of ROI they can get by improving, uh, improving skills? I mean, we, we all uh, know that joke that when we are a CFO asks a CEO that what if we train them and they leave and the CEO asks, what if we don't train them and they stay? So I mean that is <laughs> that 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 is that is kind of given. But how would you uh, help uh, a company understand that what kind of an ROI they're getting out of the skills program, and what's your experience in that? Yeah, I would I would I would say two things. Like there is retention and there is innovation. Both right. are top of mind for CEOs now. Both are top of mind, uh, and yeah. they're very connected, as you said, because. Um, if you cannot retain a team or if managers are not confident that this team will be here, how do you want to innovate? You cannot really plan ahead if you don't have the commitment from your team and if you don't provide them a career commitment. So these two concepts are very related. Um, CEOs want to retain people and, re and people uh, during the great resignation, which is basically now, are leaving companies 30% more than before. Uh, half of them roughly say that they're leaving uh, uh, because their manager or the leader was not invested in their career. You know, so that's top of mind. You need to invest in the career of your workforce. That's one of the ROI, how many are leaving, how many are retained. The second part is innovation. You have projects, you have strategic initiatives, and you want to measure this progress uh, uh, at that level. Obviously, it's, it's not uh, doable with today's technology to measure exactly the project and have a complete view of what's happening. It's, it's just not doable. But what you can do nowadays with a platform like Workera is you look at your strategic initiatives, you uncover with an ontology, what are the top skills that matter for all of these initiatives and all these projects? You define them and now you're one level down and we help you measure those skills. And so uh, this is the second level of ROI is uh, we set a target for the next two years. How quickly are we progressing to that target? Because the platform is a continuous measurement platform, it's not a one-off thing. You measure, then an employee is on a personalized learning plan, and then every month or every two months or every three months, they're going to be measured with new questions that adapt to their new level. So the dashboard is constantly improving, is constantly growing, showing you at what pace you're growing. One of the top metrics that learners, leaders are looking at is learning velocity. It's not just... Where are we? What's our gap? It's how fast are we closing it? And so that's that's also a, a type of ROI metric. Yeah. No, understandable. And, and obviously, while the employer is looking at uh, a lot of these ROI matrices, the employees are also themselves looking at some of these ROI matrices and, and, and they can see that the organization is investing in them. So they would likely stay and 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 get benefited oh, wonderful so tell us a little bit more about uh, work era's uh, progress so far since your 
initial days funding and what's your plan in the next year or so how you are uh, getting traction and uh... yeah 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 we work era is now over 60 people across uh, uh, close to 30 countries we are remote uh, first company uh, very distributed uh, we have raised over uh, 21 million dollar to date um, across three rounds of funding uh, we work closely with the uh, investors such as NEA, Owl Ventures, the largest education technology investor in the world, and, and the AI fund from Andrew Eng. Um, we, we, we have grown very fast over the last couple of years and are uh, looking ahead at continuing to grow. Uh, uh, you know, one of the things that excites us the most is uh, um, once you have skills data in the enterprise and you're using it for upskilling people, helping them with their career, it's just the beginning of the story. Because with that skills data, you can do a lot more. You can really run the organization with what we call a talent operating system. It's it's almost like every talent strategy becomes data-driven. You are coupling hiring with upskilling. You are coupling project matching with upskilling with hiring. All of that makes most sense. That's what we're looking at for the years ahead, is to closing that gap with all sorts of talent strategies on top of our platform. And the last question before I, uh, I close it, that you mentioned a few times enterprises. So is this uh, largely working for an enterprise because they have a lot of data or uh, at what uh, point work era starts becoming viable for an organization? Yeah, we are uh, serving enterprises um, uh, because they have strategic initiatives. As I said, they, they want to uh, help their people as much as possible and have access to the skills. Um, we also have a freemium for anyone online who wants to test. They get access to certain domains of the platform, so that's available as well. Um, and as we're looking ahead, uh, we're looking to continuing to grow uh, into the enterprise, large organization, usually typically any organization that has thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people would be a good fit for Workera. Um, yeah, hopefully that, that answers your question. Yeah, it does. And uh, I understand that you guys are working on truly something which is which is great. Uh, there's a content available out there. There are people who so are matching content to people and giving them a path to flourish. So that's a, that's a wonderful uh, area to be in. And uh, given I also have a background in teaching as, as you do, so I can, I can appreciate that a lot. I'm kind of a, a big uh, proponent in my company that everybody has to learn. Probably I'm the guy who shares the most articles in every, every courses uh, in the company. And I, I really, literally believe that it needs to come from the top, uh, the, the whole culture. And that's the only way you can progress. If you're not investing in yourself, you're not adding knowledge, uh, then, I mean, you're just doing the same thing again and again, and, and there's a limit to it. Unless until you, I mean, you have to add value into yourself. And if you're not upgrading yourself through skills, you're really not adding value. So I totally, uh, I'm with you when, uh, when you say that people have to upgrade their skills. And I think if this platform is helping them really upgrading their skills, uh, you're in a wonderful space, which I, I really admire. So Kim, thank you very much for being with us on, on the show today. I, I think we have an interesting discussion. Uh, yeah. We get to know the wonderful platform that you're building and hopefully we will use it ourselves as well. So thank you very much. Thank you, Umair. It was a pleasure to chat and, and have a good rest of your week. Thanks for listening to BetterTech. We look forward to bringing you the latest industry news in our next episode. In the meantime, 
Check out our other episodes at texcel.com slash podcast and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss an episode.